Yo, what's good everyone? My name's Griffin Swanson and I'm here to talk some NHL DFS with you. That's right, we're going to focus in on that four game slate for Saturday night. But before we hop into my favorite line stacks and individual picks here, I got an announcement for you. You want a chance at winning a free hundred dollars? Pat is giving that away right now. All you need to do is like this video, subscribe to the Mail Media Network channel, and leave a five-star review on the Apple Pods. So like, subscribe, and a five-star review. Now you got a shot at winning a free $100. Oh, and let Pat know what your Twitter handle is as well, in case you do win, so he can reach out to you. All right, let's hop into those line stacks and plays here for Saturday night. Kicking it off with my line stacks there. The first line stack that I'm going to target on this slate is that first line out of Winnipeg. Now, these three guys here have only played one game together so far this season, but they were lights out in that game. So we got Mark Shifley here centering Blake Wheeler and Kyle Connor. The new addition here was bringing Kyle Connor on that left-hand side, bumping down Nikolai Ehlers to the second line. So it's an expensive line stack here. I do understand that, but they're worth every penny. They had two goals and three assists in their first game together. They play big minutes. I'm talking 19, 20, 21 plus minutes a game, and they play on that first power play as well. So these are three guys that can put up multiple points in any single game, especially when they're playing together. And they're playing this Ottawa team here again that they just beat the other night where these guys had five combined points. So I'm going to go back to this here once again. I know this Ottawa team is not afraid to take penalties either. So I like that these three play on that first power play. I mean, break Kachuk had nine penalty minutes himself the last time these two teams played. So I'm going to go back to this first line here in Winnipeg again, even though they are very expensive. And then the next line stack that I'm going to be targeting here is that first line out of Boston. So we got Patrice Bergeron centering Brad Marchand and Jake DeBrusque. Now we are accustomed to seeing David Pasternak be on the right wing here, but he's still on the IR. Good news though, Bruins fans, he did practice this week and he is expected to be back sooner than planned. However, I'm still willing to go to this line here in a line stack. Really, the one downfall is that Jake DeBrusque doesn't play on the first power play with Bergeron and Marchand. He's playing on that second power play. However, I am willing to overlook that considering he's $4,600 here. These guys did combine for two assists in their first game playing together. While that doesn't necessarily impress me. Uh, what did stick out to me is them having 13 of the Bruins 43 shots on net. If you're shooting the puck that much, the puck is eventually going to find the back of the net. So I'm going to go to these guys here. The chemistry between Marchand and Bergeron is very real. They even play on the penalty kill together. So you have that shorthanded point upside there as well. If you wanted to do just a pairing of Marchand and Bergeron, that 100% makes sense. But again, I'm willing to justify DeBrusque here at $4,600 as well. All right, now hopping on down here to my favorite individual plays. We're going to kick it off with the forwards there, and the first guy might come as a surprise, Anze Kopitar. This guy has quietly registered six assists in his first four games, and the reason it's so quiet is because nobody really wants to watch this LA Kings team right now. Uh, they're in full rebuild mode, but Kopitar is still elite, and at $6,300, I can justify that. He's playing over 22 minutes per game to start the season, and he had four tough matchups to begin the year against 
two pretty sound defensive teams, the Minnesota Wild and the Colorado Avalanche. Kopi was able to register double-digit DraftKings points in three of those four games, and again, quietly had six assists. So, it might not be a very popular play here, but we can likely get him at low ownership with some decent upside. The next guy I got here is JT Miller. So, he's only played three games so far this season, and that is because he started the season on the COVID protocol, but in his first three games back, Basically picking up where he left off last season, he has five points in his first three games here. So I'm going to go back to him again at $5,700. As much as I'd love to stack him up with Brock Besser and Elias Pettersson, Pettersson just seems to have the yips right now and cannot get on the score sheet. Uh, and you can see he's frustrated on the ice as well. So um, look, you could stack him up uh, because you could probably get him at a lower ownership than they should be. I mean, these are three elite players and they're young. Um, but Petey, yeah, man, it seems to have the yips. So I'm going to do this as more of an individual play here with JT Miller, because again, the guy has five points in his first three games back, plays on that top line, plays on that top power play, and has just looked good here in his first few games. Now, these two teams between Vancouver and Montreal are playing for their third straight game in a row. It's almost like a playoff series here. And in their first two games, they both went over 10 goals. So there's definitely some shootout potential here, which is part of the reason I like going to Tyler Toffoli there as well as another individual play. This guy has five goals in his last two games. He scored over 40 DraftKings points in each of those games as well. Had a hat-trick in one and then followed up the second game with two goals. One of those goals was a shorthanded goal. I mean, this guy is absolutely on fire right now playing his former team. He played with the Canucks just last season, so he's obviously trying to prove something there. Love going to both these guys here in that same game. You can really stack up that game in general. Uh, you could do some line stacks. You can maybe match them up with some of the defensemen, like a Jeff Petrie, uh, but there's a lot of ways to attack this, considering they had 21 goals scored in their first two games. And then the last forward play there is Braden Shen. I do believe he's too cheap here at $4,800. This is a guy who has goals in back-to-back -back games. And yes, the Blues did bring in some new pieces this year, guys like Mike Hoffman, and they are missing Vladimir Tarasenko, which is obviously a huge hit to that team. Um, so they, they're they a little up and down to start the season, but Braden Shen looks like he's starting to click here over the last two games. I think he should be low 5K, maybe even mid 5K price range. So I believe we're getting him at a discount, plays on the second line, plays on that first power play, and plays big minutes for this Blues team. So again, uh, a discount play for me at $4,800, especially on a four-game slate, uh, but this guy has started to heat up here over the last two games. Moving on over to the defensemen here. Speaking of guys who are starting to heat up or really came out the gate on fire, that is Jeff Petrie here. $6,500 is... A little bit more than I typically spend at defense for NHL, but on a four-game slate, I will go there, especially considering the way this guy's played to start the year. Has two goals and five assists in his first five games. He's playing at least 22 minutes per game. Plays on that top power play. I mean, this guy is just impressive to start the season. And I'm going to go back to that again here against this Vancouver team. Like I said, there's shootout potential in this game. And uh, Petrie has been one of those guys to get on the score sheet night in and night out. So again, $6,500 is usually a little bit more than I'm, I'm willing to pay up for defensemen. Um, but hard to ignore the way this guy's playing. And on a four-game slate, 
it's a little easier to pay up for some defensemen. Next guy here is Josh Morrissey. So kind of more of an under the radar play here at $4,800. I don't foresee him being heavily owned and he probably should be. Now, he hasn't gone on the score sheet a whole lot to start the year, but the minutes are there, and the opportunity is definitely there. He's a guy who's playing at least 22 minutes per game as well, playing on that top power play. It kind of looks like Winnipeg wants this guy to be their top blue liner. Um, he's making the most of it so far. Like I said, he hasn't found the score sheet, but he's looked good on the ice in general, just a solid defenseman. So I'm hoping that the amount of ice time that he's getting and the amount of power play time that he's getting does translate to points here sooner than later. Um, but at $4,800 here on a four-game slate, this is definitely one defenseman that popped out to me considering the opportunity that he is getting. And then wrapping up the defenseman here with a low-priced option. If you guys are searching for someone that's below 3K at the defenseman position, Eric Gustafson is a guy that stuck out to me. He's playing 17 to 20 minutes per game, and he plays on that number two power play in Philly. Um, no, it's not the first power play, but honestly, you could argue that that second power play is better than the first power play for Philadelphia. I'm not going to get in that debate here right now, but considering he's only $2,800 and he's playing 17 to 20 minutes and he's on a pretty damn good second power play... Sign me up for that. Playing the Boston Bruins here. We saw this game go into a shootout last time they played. Finish 6-5. to five. So there's definitely some shootout potential here. Uh, it could be a low-scoring game. I'm not insinuating that it will be a shootout. However, at $2,800 here, this is definitely a value play considering how much ice time he gets and that he's on that second power play. Now, when it comes to rostering goalies on a four-game slate, it always makes things interesting considering the options are so limited. Uh, we could realistically put all eight of these goalies in our player pool. Hockey's one of those sports where the worst team can beat the best team on any given night. It's really unlike any other sport. But with that being said, what I want to do here is chase two goaltenders that I think can get us a win. First guy here is going to be Jordan Bennington, St. Louis Blues goaltender. Now you can see there the Blues do have the best implied odds to win on this slate here at minus 195. So that obviously sticks out to me here right away. Like I said, the Blues have been on a bit of a roller coaster here to start the season. They won, then they got blown out 8-0. They won again, and then they lose 2-1. So it seems like they're still trying to figure things out a little bit, but I just don't believe that this Kings team is very good top to bottom. Yeah, they're 2-2, two and, two and they did beat the Avs in the Minnesota Wild, which was impressive, but this is the first time that they're traveling this season. Always have to take that into consideration. I do believe the Blues get a win here at home against this Kings team. So I'm going to fire up Bennington, even though he's expensive at $8,400. And then the other guy there is going to be Connor Hellebuck, the Winnipeg Jets goaltender. Jets are playing Ottawa at home. They literally just beat Ottawa on the road. So I like him back home here as minus 150 home favorites. Um, I do think that this Ottawa team is going to surprise some people this year, have some big wins. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs or not, but they got a lot of young, important pieces that I do think are going to help build this Ottawa team for the future. I don't think they're there quite yet, um, but again, I do think they'll shock some teams this year. That being said, I like Winnipeg at home here. Uh, again, that first line of Shifley, Wheeler, and Connor really impressed me in their first game together. I think they carry that over here score three four goals at least in this game against Ottawa 
could turn into a bit of a shootout, but all in all, I like the Jets at home here as minus 150 home favorites. And then the last segment of today's video is going to be that low-priced option or a sub 4K forward play. So for today, we got James Van Riemsdyk, that left winger out of Philadelphia. He plays on the third line for the Flyers, but he does play with Jacob Voracek on that third line. So Philly's really just trying to spread out the love between their top three lines, and they've been able to do that with the talent that they have there. $3,600 is just too cheap. He plays on that first power play. He has three goals and two assists in his first five games. Uh, he's been playing pretty damn well here to start the season, considering he is on that third line, if you will. Um, but most third liners don't play on the first power play, nor do they play 15 plus minutes per game. So JVR here is kind of the exception for a third line play. Uh, but again, $3,600 here is just too cheap for a guy that has five points in five games to start the season. So like this matchup here against the Bruins, like I said, there's definitely a little bit of shootout potential there. Uh, last time these two teams played, the game finished in a shootout six to five. Uh, again, not saying it is going to be a shootout, uh, but there is the potential there. And JVR here has been hot to start the season. All right, everyone, that is going to wrap up today's video. Taking a look at the Saturday NHL DFS slate. Thank you all for tuning in here. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. Don't want to miss out on that free $100 that Pat's giving away. Again, thank you all for tuning in. Let's win some money. I'm out of here.